This is the EWN Podcast Network. If you're someone that feels like you have a lot to say, but either you're afraid to say it, or you just feel like you're not being heard, then meet Carrie MacArthur. Hi, I'm Carrie. If you have ever felt like you're invisible or that you want to be invisible, like you've lost touch with who you are, I just want you to know that I understand. I was there and I have spent the last six years of my life reconnecting to myself, my power, and my purpose. And now it is my passion to help you to dare to find your voice. So if you're ready, say I'm ready. I'm ready. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's Virtual Office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. Okay, so I am excited to introduce my friend Trina Glines to you. We have been friends, Trina, for almost 20 years or maybe a little over 20 years. It's kind of crazy how fast time flies, right? Especially when you're right. having fun. <laughs> yeah. And one of the first things I noticed about Trina was that she was just very devoted to her family. And as we've gotten to know each other and we've gotten to, um, you know, kind of know the nitty gritty about each other's lives, I've watched you, Trina, evolve. And I've I've watched you, like, really fall into a passion for your family and especially for your marriage which was something that I had seen in you like I remember you taught a class at church on on parenting and also on you know keeping your marriage alive and I just remember thinking that that was such an amazing um, characteristic about you and it wasn't until just recently that you really discovered that it was a passion and something that you could like help other people develop as well. So um, from that, I just, what, do you, what do you want to tell us about that and kind of introduce you to our audience today? Okay. So, well, Carrie's a huge link in me finding that passion, I have to say. <laughs> and I'm no different than anyone else. Marriage is a bunch of ups and downs, right? And yeah. I did from the very beginning, I did have a strong desire to always make sure my marriage came first. Um, we had five kids and life happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? yes. Life happens. <laughs> and often as I, I quote now, life will suck the life out of your marriage really quick. Mm-hmm. And I had gotten to a point where I was struggling. I felt like I was settling. I felt like I was struggling to communicate and to feel heard with my man and did some counseling on and off and such. And one day had a awakening, a moment (laughs) (laughs) that I needed to concentrate on my part. You know, so often we're like, if he would do this and if he would do that, and if he just could do this for me. And, and that came from you, that came from you recommending a book for me to read. And I read that book and had some humbling moments. (laughs) (laughs) of recognizing areas where I was like, oh, yeah, I need to work on that. And (laughs) that's where my journey started. And as I started to go through, um, and it was humbling, 
And I, I had to be open. My heart opened up because I had gotten to a place where I was locking myself. I called in my safety box. <laughs> yeah. And I've been in that box. <laughs> yes. Right. And, yeah. and it, I would just emotionally detach from the man who has committed his life to me. And it hurt him and it hurt me, but I felt like I was protecting myself from any further pain when in reality, I was just making it prolonged. <laughs> yeah. and so what was it that brought you to the point to make the decision to do something about it? Because when we're in that place, it can feel like everything is against us, like there's no hope. And honestly, when we're in that place, we don't want to look inside. We don't want to see what we're doing wrong. We just want to look outside and, you know, find all of the things that are wrong, wrong around us. So what was it that brought you to that point of being willing to be humble and to be open and to really look inside and figure out where, you know, where you could make a difference and you could make a change? Yeah, it was a dark moment. <laughs> it was me honestly standing or bending over, holding myself up in my closet, having a, maybe you could call it a small anxiety attack, um, saying, is this as good as it's going to get? The self-talk going on in my head was like, is this as good as it's going to get? And it scared me um, mm -hmm. because in my, at that point, it was 24 plus years of marriage. I had never had the D word pop into my head and it actually mm -hmm. did. And it scared me. And that never been an option. And it yeah. wasn't like it was an option then either. It was just like my thought process was, is this how is this is what gonna happen? Is this is how this is how this is gonna end? You know, because mm -hmm. I had locked myself up and that's when I actually sent Carrie a text. She knew I had been in my box for a while. <laughs> she <laughs> knew where I had been. And all I sent to you was, Carrie, I need help. That's mm -hmm. all I sent to you. And all you sent back to me is, go read this book. <laughs> you didn't even know for sure what it was I needed help in, but you knew because you yeah. knew my journey with me. So <laughs> yeah, I ordered the book online. I ordered the Kindle and I got the Audible. That's all, that's <laughs> what I love. So I think it just, it got me to, I unfortunately... Unfortunately, I had to get to a point of like real despair, like yeah. scared. Um, now, it like, oh, go ahead. I just was to say now my goal is to reach women before that point, point, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It feels like what um, happened to you is that you have a set of core values and marriage is one of your core values that that commitment that you made to you know your husband as you made those vows back in the beginning um was a core value for you and when that core value was starting to be challenged when that d word popped into your mind mm -hmm. it seems like it kind of hit your core values and was like hey, wait a second you know i can either go against my core values and you know, you must have been strong enough in your core values to know that that's not where you wanted to go. Because it's honest, it's a scientific, scientifically proven fact that when we live opposite or outside of our core values, it's a cause of depression, anxiety, stress, um, even some, you know, psychological disorders. And a lot of people actually 
oh, I don't know about a lot of people, but it can also lead to suicide. So it's not a great place to be. And your core values must have been strong enough. You were aware, aware enough of them that you were able to make that decision in that moment. That's one of the things that I teach people on in the very beginning is to just get really clear on what your core values are. There's about five of them that we all have that are really our own core values. They don't come from outside of us. They don't come from our parents. Sometimes we think they do, but when we really get clear on what it is that's really important to us and that's non-negotiable in our lives, it can really make a difference to know what those are. So would you say that, you know, it kind of nudged that core value in you and like, oh, I can either choose to go outside or stick with them. For sure. Like you said that even more beautifully than I could have. <laughs> that was like exactly correct. Exactly correct. Cause like, cause like you said, and it was interesting, Carrie, cause through my journey, as I started to do the self-discovery and I was about halfway through a second book you told me about, I remember mm-hmm. having that overwhelming feeling. I can still remember the day sitting in my chair with, you know, it was midday and I'm reading this book and I send you a text. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to teach this. Yeah. And then you're like, yes, you do. And I'm like, how can you say that knowing everything I've just been through? How could you say, but that you were the one that helped me link back to those core values because I always have had that belief, you know, and I did teach it at a young age on making your marriage be your priority. I had forgotten it. I had forgotten my passion for it. And that's the part that life sucked out of me. And then all of a sudden there was exactly right. That moment that B word interrupted those core values and it, it almost brought me back to the surface instead mm-hmm. of being so buried. Yeah. That awareness and, of like, Oh, wow. And having a support system is so important. Don't you think like friends, family, a coach or somebody that can help you give you a lifeline that kind of, they either know you or they're able to dig that, dig down into that when we are buried under life. Right. Yes. I feel like it's vital. Yeah, I do too. I, can't, I feel like it's vital. I did not recognize how vital it was before. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I recognized it at different times in my marriage because I've seen counselors off and on for different things that really changed, you know, changed me emotionally, physically, spiritually, every which way um, changed me. But I think it's vital that we have a support system. Yeah. I didn't recognize the power in coaching until I was kind of coached by you and then through other programs I've done I've been like I mean coaching's just taken my life to a whole different level yeah yeah it's me too you know and that's why that's why I do what I do as well because I'm like wow it's helped me so much and changed me so much that I I have to do this it's a calling and it isn't just a oh it's happened for me so I'm gonna do it it's comes from deep inside and it does resonate with my core values and it's a coach again that has helped me to get to that point several different coaches actually um mm-hmm. and friends and you know family support system is really important okay so now that you you've come to this realization you started inhaling messages it was like oh you know i can't get enough of this and you realize this is what i want to do i need to teach this and so you've really opened up your you know your awareness and you've become very um very good at what you do. And so tell us now, what is it that you do? What is it that is your passion? What do you do to help other people? So I help women elevate their marriage. I am the mouthpiece. I'm the one that has done the studying. I'm, I'm constantly studying resources, trying to find what is the most applicable 
really in a real life marriage situation. Um, and so the way that I help women, I, right now I'm concentrating on women. I am going to be starting a beta program with husband and wives to help mm. the husbands set them up for success. But um, basically I help women understand how their man works and thinks because when you can understand their language, then you can know how to communicate with them. Yes. <laughs> and we speak literally two different languages. <laughs> Yeah. And people talk about it all the time. I mean, you got men are from Mars, women from Venus. I mean, you, you hear that concept all the time, but no one tells you their language. Like no one really breaks it down yeah. in a way that really resonates with real life situations. And that's what I've done. I took my journey and I created it into a program. Um, and so I have a, a 10 week course online that women can take. Um, that is, you know, a live webinar and you get on and there's, I try to keep a limit of 20 women per class. And it not only are you learning from me, but you also have this incredible support group of women that all have the same, they're all like-minded and that they want to strengthen their marriage. And you don't have to have a bad marriage to do this. No. That's why I say it's marriage elevated. Yeah. Wherever <laughs> Yeah, wherever you're at in your marriage, we're just going to elevate it. So you could have a really <clears throat> struggling marriage, and I'm what you're going to learn is going to take it to a whole new level. And you can you have, have one that's not struggling, right? And take it. Yeah, yes. you could have a really good marriage, and you're going to take it to a whole new level. It's it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing what this knowledge does for women. It it really does empower them to feel mm -hmm. heard get their needs met, um, get rid of resentments, get rid of assuming their husband's intentions. Mm -hmm. It opens up a whole new world. So, yeah. you know, I used to um, listen to people talk, especially women actually talk about the different languages between men and women. And it was always like a negative thing. Like it was a separating thing instead of such a beautiful thing. I that's one of the things that lights me up. And I mean, I've talked about it all the time on here and in my program, you know, just the different things that make different people tick. So there's temperament types, but there's also the difference between men and women. And to me, it's beautiful, but we can't really communicate until we understand it. So that's what I love about what you do. And these books that I recommended to you, you know, touched on it as well, is by understanding each other's language instead of letting it be something that separates us. It actually gives us more of a purpose and we can be more intentional with how we live our lives and also with how we manage our marriages and our relationships and doesn't it just make it more fun more exciting and just like enhance it instead of like keep you separated like oh I just don't understand women make no sense to me or men make no yeah. sense to me you know it's like oh yes we actually perfectly complement each other yeah it's we a, really do by design don't you think we, yes, yes yes god did not screw up <laughs> You know, he did not. He he made us different for a reason. But it's very common for us all, even men do this as well, for us to assume that the other is a version of us, mm -hmm. ourselves. And so when they don't react the way that we would have reacted, we take offense to that or we get hurt over that. When in all reality, they are going to react differently because... They literally see the situation differently and they are, they work different. 
than we do. Mm-hmm. And it actually is a beautiful complementary piece to each other instead of, like you said, having it be a negative thing. It's actually, it's, it's really fun to see ladies aha moments go off and be like, Oh my word, this whole <laughs> time, you know, I've seen it like this and it's just empowering for them. And then all of a sudden a whole new world opens for them. And then their spouse, I mean, their spouse is like, their husbands are like, Oh my gosh, my woman, she's <laughs> finally getting me. Like, wow. What happened? <laughs> what is this? You know? And, and it's, it's awesome. I That's love, exciting. I love, love, love what I do. I love it. That's yeah. exciting. So can you tell us some of those, like maybe just one story, whether it's your own story or somebody else that you've worked with, how just a little bit of understanding has made a huge difference? Yes. So here's a good example. Women criticize. We mm-hmm. criticize each other. We criticize our kids. Uh, criticism can be kind of a strong word, but it's how we get people to change and it works. And if a woman is criticized, we don't like it. No one likes it, but it changes us. So say you have on a red shirt and your husband's like, you know, I don't really like that red shirt. What's going to happen? You know, Carrie, if you have a red shirt on and Dave says, I really don't care for that shirt. What happens to you? I will won't you wear it again. Then I you will never wear, again. <laughs> wear it again. He yeah. just changed you. Yeah. And you took that constructive criticism, I guess you could call it, um, even though it probably hurt a little bit, it's going to sting a little bit. Like, really? I kind of like this shirt, whatever. And you'll feel bad for a minute. And then you'll put it in the pile to go to Goodwill or whatever, and you'll never <laughs> wear it again. Yeah. So because it works on women, we think it should work on men. And it doesn't work on men. And if, you know, you go up to a man and you say, I don't really care for that tie. He's going to look down at this tie and go, well, I kind of like it. And now I'm just mad at you. (laughs) It didn't change him. (laughs) It won't. Criticism does not change men. And I love it because John Gray, the author of uh, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus, he says criticism for a man is like kryptonite. Mm. I love that description. Yeah. Yeah. It shuts them down. It slowly kills them. And we women don't understand that because it works on women. It's how (laughs) we, we, we can be at lunch with eight different ladies sitting at a table and you're got literally eight women. You got four different conversations going on at that table. Right. And say you and I are right next to each other and we're talking and I hear a lady across from me order the salmon for lunch. I'm talking to you, but I can hear her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I like, oh, 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 I ordered that the last time I came. It wasn't very good. I didn't like it. Oh, okay. Okay. Come back to me. I'm going to change my order. Got a group of men. And one guy's like, oh, dude, I ordered that last time. It wasn't that great. Well, I think I'm going to give it a try. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't change them. It doesn't work. And we try to make it work we try to be creative we try to say it in a different way and it just it ends up um, hurting them it ends them up pushing them away from us they feel like we're always questioning their competence um and it really creates a wedge nice and so what's the tip then to women that are listening that would 
instead of that urge to criticize, what could they do instead? So admiration and appreciation are men's language. Hmm. That is what resonates with them. If we want something kind of changed in a slight way or whatever, there's a way to communicate that you, they don't feel attacked. It's the needs conversation. It's something I, I teach in my program. It's kind of long, so I won't get into that as much, but it's, yeah. it's basically telling your man something you do love about him or you do appreciate about him and then sharing what you need, not what he's done wrong, mm -hmm. sharing what you need and how it will make you be because men are providers. Mm -hmm. They want to provide for you. They want to know what the end goal is. They could care less about emptying the dishwasher, but if it was going to help save you from being stressed that night, he's going to do it. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. And so it's all in the way we communicate, but I always tell in my class when I teach about criticism, um, the antidote to criticism is admiration and appreciation. And we often as women don't use that enough because we don't need it to function. Yeah. I just, will do the, yeah, ahead. I'll do the laundry. I'll do the laundry regardless if somebody thanks me for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They need to be it's told important thank to you. you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just not my language. It's not my yeah. language. And so, and then what happens is, say you asked your man to help with the laundry and he didn't do it your way. And so you yeah. slightly, you slightly fix that. You slightly critique it. Oh, honey, you should fold the towels like this. You just shut him down. He's not going to want to do it the next time. Yeah. Instead you get over it. He's not going to do it your way, which you learn in my program. And you say, "Hun, thank you so much for helping me with the laundry. And then he's going to do it more. Yeah. So basically yeah. I teach them the antidote is honestly ad admiring and appreciating what they do do will create more of them doing that. The criticizing will shut them down. Yes. I love that. And I, for some reason, I know I'm an observer at heart. And so I watched all my life growing up, I watched the criticism happen and I watched the shutdown. That was just something that I think naturally use in my marriage from the get go. And I would have women ask me all the time, how do you get him to do all those things for you? And I'm like, I actually don't get him to do anything for me. I just don't ever tell him what I don't want him to do. I don't ever tell him he can't do it. Right. So yeah. that's the, yeah. And it's been a magic thing. And, and I love um, hearing it articulated that way. And it was just, that was one of the things I remember the reason I sent the book to you because I'm like, oh, this is exactly, it's saying it so much better than I can say it. But anyway, and, and yeah. And it's made a huge difference. I, I know in your life, and I've seen um, testimonials come through about what you do and the work that you do from so many people, that it, it's, it's a principle. And when we live our life based on true principles, then we have a lot greater results. Don't you agree? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. For sure. For Thank sure. you so much. Well, how could people get a hold of you if they, they want to know how to enhance their marriage? even if they feel, feel like it's good. I mean, don't you feel like it's easier to come from a, a good place than a not so good place? <laughs> for sure. Yeah, oh, for sure. And, and that's why I want to reach as many women before they get to that despair point. You know, it's like we want happy marriages. They're created daily. I love it's how you say that. daily intention. It's daily intention. Uh, the world will 
life will suck the life out of your marriage. You have to have that be at the top of your priority list or you'll wake up one morning going, how the crap did I get here? Exactly. If it's important to you. And I think for a lot of women, marriage is important to them. So if it's important to you, then just like your own life, our lives are created daily. Our attitudes are created daily. Our marriages are created daily. And I love how you say that. You say it really often and I love it. And so if somebody wants to begin creating their marriage intentionally to be the marriage, the fun, I mean, we love romance, right? So we want that in our lives and in our marriage. Then how do people get a hold of you to learn from you? So they can just go to my website, trinaglines.com. Okay. And it's actually just getting all refurbished right now, but it's, it's still up and on there. They'll see Taming Jane Academy. And nice. that's where they can learn about um, my program. I will, um, in the near future, I will have one that is for sale that um, is not alive. It's just a recorded. And that, that allows me to reach more women because I can only take so many students in my, in my, on, in my live mm. courses. Mm. And okay. so, um, yeah, trinaglines.com has all the information. They can contact me through that. They can follow me on Instagram at trinaglines. I give a lot of daily free tips that I've actually had women reach out to me saying, just following you has changed my marriage. That makes me so happy. Yeah, it makes me awesome. so happy. Yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. yeah. Yeah, they can just follow me uh, and get to know me through my Instagram. I try to be pretty active on there. Yeah, you are. It's awesome. I love it. Thank you. And I will post your link in my show notes um, so that people can have access to the spelling and just, you know, to have that there. Um, My last thing that I love to ask all of my guests is, in life, I've learned, and just like in our marriages, when we look for the good things, like the affirmations instead of the criticism, it just... Mm -hmm makes life so much easier, so much more fun. And, and our world has the, the potential to be amazing. And I find it to be very amazing. However, we also have a lot of negativity that surrounds us that can be easily tapped into and it can drag us down. So I love to have people point out the good news in their lives. So I know it's off the cuff. I didn't warn you. But <laughs> I believe that all of us can, we can tap into it. When we think about what's good, we can find it. So this is my proof. So I would love for you to share just a little piece of good news coming from your corner of the world. Okay. From my corner of the world, I would have to say, well, gosh, I have a lot of good news. I love it. I love that. I do. I actually do. I have a lot of good news. I mean, I'm excited. We we're, we're taking my business to another level. So I'm super excited about that. It's good news for me, but my main good news are the text messages I get from clients that you know, I, like I said, I'm just the mouthpiece. I'm the one doing the legwork and the research and, and sharing this life-changing information. But when these ladies send me texts, they're the ones applying it and marriages are changing Mm. and that changes generations. Um, it creates a stronger foundation for their kids and kids' lives are being changed. That for me, that that's what wakes me up at night (laughs) And keeps me going all day long. And that for me is the best news is when I get these text messages and it's the best, lots of times I'll wake up to ones in the mornings from ladies and I'm just like my heart, my heart is just so grateful that I was led to this path and that I can share this information. But more than that, I'm just honored to work with such amazing women that are willing to look at their part 
because mm. so often, like we discussed a minute ago, we want to look at their, we want to look at our spouse's part and concentrate on that. And we can't get anywhere with that. And these women are willing to look at their part and they're, they're changing their life. And I love it. I love it. So awesome. that's like really good news for me. <laughs> that is great news. And so what you're saying is that by tapping into your own individual passion and sharing that with other people, you can actually make the world a better place. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Ah. Yes. <laughs> Connecting yes. to your virtue, passion, and purpose. It really is what my work is all about. And I really love how you shared that. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much you for your welcome. time and for what you do. Well, thank you, Carrie. I wouldn't be where I'm at today without you. So That's thank you. <laughs> yeah, <thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's Trina Glines, everybody. This is the EWN Podcast Network.